two, three. Because we're famous for this podcast. No, we weren't famous before. Now we're famous for this podcast. It's what we're famous for. All right. We are back. Uh, yes. Back. Um, I am a, uh, a Botox administrator. You know, I have my oh. own Botox shop. Boat the shop. man with all the Botox. Yeah. <laughs> Boat shop. Yeah. He's the man with all the Botox. And he's coming to save our skin. He's the man <laughs> with the Botox. Yeah, the Botox Man uh, musical. Um, so yeah, I just opened up and I got the needles and everything, and I'm straightening out, straightening out a few skin issues here and there. So it's nice. That's great. Yeah. Uh, you, it, kind of thing where you get like really tight with your uh, Botox fees. Yes, yeah, so I get their skin very tight, and uh, <laughs> no, yeah, I, I I am. I'm crossing a few boundaries with the relationships with the customers. I'm okay, mixing yeah. business with pleasure. Um, cause we're all in this world, <laughs> we're all in this world of like wanting to, um, we want to drink, but we also want our skin to be perfect. So we'll go booze it up together and then we'll all come in for uh, a couple squirts. A couple squirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does the booze have to do with it? It's, it's like a, uh, well, that would be a way I think you can get your skin looking better. So I was saying, we do like to do that too. So it lines up that, of course, well, after a nice, fun night of drinking uh, expensive drinks on the rooftop, we'll pop in together for a squirt. <laughs> pop in for a couple squirts, yeah. <laughs> but are you, what are you saying about the drinking, that it, that it makes your skin what? Oh, I think in general it just makes your skin, I don't know, dries it out or something or does something to it. I have no idea. I've, I just, people talk about skin with regard to booze, <laughs> like the red nose alcoholic. Rudolph the red nose alcoholic. Yes. Um, <laughs> and like that red stipply skin from drinking that Irish people get. I see. So you're thinking that Botox, got, grab a couple squirts, all of a sudden that red nose is no <laughs> right. longer the case. So right. On like a, you're thinking like, like a hot 30 year old woman, she goes out once and has three glasses of wine and she comes, w- wakes up with that 50 year old male uh, red nose from being an alcoholic his whole life. <laughs> Right. So she pops over, gets under the uh, the squirter, and uh, fixes that red nose right up. And and my yes. point was with they went went out drinking together the the Botox administration and its clients. Yeah, the Botox man uh, right. and the client go out have some have a few pops at, at lunch. You know she's she works at the uh, she's in the financial district kind right of thing, and you're out there with her have a couple lunchtime pops. Uh oh. Got a little too carried away. Give me a couple squirts. And go <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and that's and it's a okay. lot of word of mouth. So she, she, you know, takes a picture of her red nose, mm-hmm. and then takes a picture after I give her a couple squirts. She puts that on Instagram, <laughs> and shows it to her friends, and then I get business from that. Next thing you know, okay. I'm out to lunch with a whole new person, red nose in tow. <laughs> pop over for a couple squirts <laughs> i see all right it's not a yeah, bad I life no that botox no it's not that, that sounds like a nice uh racket you got going yeah it's the um 
I really did not know that Botox was famously like a a cure for being drunk or uh yeah or, you know no i have no idea but okay. i think i just made a cross a cross uh reference in my mind that uh skin and drinking had something to do with one another and I see, uh yeah. i think i got off track with that but i think as i'm talking it out i think if you can get a botox business going i think it is one of those businesses where you're boozing it up with your uh because it's, I feel like it's a group where you're uh, all admiring how good looking you all are, or something, you know. So like, ah, uh, okay. I don't know. You feel like the boat, the Botox man is doing a lot of self injection too, right? It's not something yeah. you get into if you're not also down for a, for a squirt or two. Right. It's the personal trainer phenomenon of you can't be without th- let the first man without Botox cast uh, the first stone kind of thing. <laughs> 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 I see what you're saying. Yeah, I guess I would not feel comfortable getting uh, getting uh, injected by someone who had not had been injected themselves. Right. Like I don't touch the filthy stuff like some guy, and that's his whole business model. But but that makes me more qualified to give it to you because I'm not thinking about myself. I can give it to you with a fully clear head. You could justify anything. Yes, you could. Yeah uh so botox just tightens you up though right you know it's that's not... what i understand about it yeah tightens red alcoholic noses up is my <laughs> understanding of it <laughs> but yeah it is kind of like a drug dealer type relationship i feel like where you it's like you know you the drug dealer comes over you hang out you do a little bit together yeah botox is probably like that like you get you because i think they do show up you they do like you know, it's uh, they're, they're going to show up and do it wherever you want them to. I think. Oh, the Uber for Botox? I think so. Yeah, it's like Task Rabbit guy just shows up. You're you're in the middle of a business meeting, and he just jams a needle through <laughs> your nose. Yeah, <laughs> you're on stage giving a presentation to a hundred employees at some regional sales seminar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guy just comes up, That's gives it to you. Best time to do it, I think. Like really owning it. I feel like that's the kind of attitude. Like pe- people might hide something like that in the past. Nowadays, it's going to be like a badge of honor to, right. to Botox. I'm a hero, and I can do. If you as much as mention or question, why? Hey, just out of curiosity, why? What? Tell me about Botox. Why do you do that? How dare you? You would you ask somebody else if somebody you know some other thing that crossed over and could be used as an example of why that's strange, but. I wonder if we'll get to Botox shaming. And, and I'm not doing the, we can't say it. I'm just asking a question. What do you think? Yeah, Botox shaming? I, I'm not Botox shaming. I'll tell you that. I would do it. I would do Botox. Uh, okay, it, yeah. Here's, you know. here's where I'd say, I'd say yes if I'm there and like, hey, I, I have the thing. Like, can I just... Because even if it was anything, like a little needle to my head, that doesn't seem too bad. I'd probably say yes, even if it was like, it's test medicine, you might die. Like, ah, needle in my head doesn't sound too bad. No, yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, you, you said I might die. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think try it out because it'd be interesting. Like if, it, if the, you know, these Botox parties that they have where like everybody's just injecting each other with Botox. Uh, oh, wow, really? In the, yeah, like in the in the West Village. Like a tattoo they, party. Yeah, everybody get a yeah, tattoo. Yeah, it's like a tattoo party. It's the same everybody thing with Botox because like they teach oh. you about it. They teach you how to like how to administer it too because you know that makes you it's a a bit of a pyramid scheme thing i think too oh and then you sell it to the next people right the tattoo Uh, botox crossover company while we're squirting the the squirting the stuff onto your head 
Uh, a tattoo comes out with it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. They are wasting a perfectly good injection there. <laughs> yeah. Or like you get, you get a little dot in there. every time you get a Botox squirt. And it's like, oh, your Botox freckles are beautiful, miss. You know? Oh, yeah. Turn it into a, a badge of honor kind of thing. Like, right. Instead of. Instead of my skin always looks this tight, it's like, oh man, your Botox is really, you've really uh, done a lot of Botox. That's great. <laughs> yeah. You're really owning it. Oh yeah. That could be a, you're really owning it and brave move. Sure. Your skin is airtight, but you have uh, black little tattoo marks all over it. Yes. Which could end up being attractive is- if you get them designed correctly. Cause yo, I, I like a good freckle. If you take it the other way too, where uh, we're just putting Botox in all the tattoos, (laughs) yeah, that's another good way to get it. You know, you're going to be the most popular tattoo shop in town if you tattoo somebody's face and all of a sudden they look ten years younger. (laughs) Yeah, I got a beautiful teardrop, and my skin has never been tighter. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I think you probably want the area around a tattoo to be nice and tight and looking its best anyway. If 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 that's an area you want folks to see anyway. That's true. It's al- that's always the big, uh, how's that going to look when you're older? Well, it's going to look even better than it looked when I was younger. Right. The that's Botox. how it's going to look. Bo2. Tat, tat box. No. Tat box. Uh, tat box isn't bad. Oh, but box isn't what it is. Tat bow. I got a tat bow. Tox. Ah. Maybe we can worry about all that later. But yeah, we don't even... We don't even have to come up with the name. You know what I mean? That's true. Good products. You don't focus on the name, I think. No, I, that, yeah. that's... It seems like it could be in a book, but that's the thing. Anything could be in a book. If I, I'll just pretend to think something, write a whole book about it. It's the most genius thing ever. I was kidding. I didn't mean any of it. You're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) What about bow tattoo talks? Bow tattoo talks. I like that. Yeah. You know, that could be the new trend actually top. You know, the, we got all these, we're in the portmanteau era of names. And I feel like if we open them back up, like let's, let's open words back up. And rediscover, you know, a true inner Jamming child. them in between. And then shortening yeah, just them. Just jam the full word in between. <laughs> yeah. It's like a subliminal advertising. Right. Tat Botox Tattoo. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's a good idea. This, I mean, of all the really good ideas on the podcast, this might be the, the most down-to-earth, practical, best idea. I think so. And what? how do you put it on the shoulders of a business that's on its way out anyway? And you say, okay, we have the, the know-how from this other trade that's in decline. Let's recruit all these people to be the tattoobotox.com backslash Botox tattoo folks or whatever, you know? Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, what, what businesses are going out? Yeah, uh, offices. The, we're not going to be in offices anymore. So anybody okay. who cleaned the offices, you're out of a job. Let's gear you up to be um, tattoo Botox artists, right? And how do you how do you turn it into this pyramid scheme? I'm angling for too. Like, have you seen this? There's a I think there's a documentary out there about these essential oils. No, and and that, that's the Botox business. Oils? Same kind of business, essential oils, Botox. I, you're basically injecting, you know, you're injecting something somewhere, and then everybody's, yeah. Uh, you know, some one guy at the top of a pyramid's getting very rich. I think. That's gotcha. Okay, good. But they do this conference every year, and it's like bigger than the Super Bowl. 
and there's all mm. these people, like just tens of thousands of suckers uh, out there with this essential oil thing. And they're all there's there's a guy who like rides in on like a flaming motorcycle and he's like the head of the essential <laughs> oil. Fergie it, plays it, the halftime show. <laughs> I'm serious. It's it's that level. There's like choreographed dances about essential oils. It's it is a mind boggling. The choreographed thing. dances it, might be I we might have to kick out cartoon musicals as the highest form of art. That might be it. Choreographed essential oil related conference <laughs> dances. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. With a guy with a flaming motorcycle. Yeah. It's it's it boggles the mind, but it just makes you circle back around and be like all right, if you can find a way, and if you don't mind tricking a lot of people, you mm. can get very, very rich. Like, yeah, this guy didn't do anything. He, he, he just made up lies that essential oils do something good for you, and then started riding around on flaming motorcycles. And he's got <laughs> all these people showing up. But yeah, if we could get something like that going with the the uh, bow tattoo talks. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe the a motorcycle guy for that. And like when it drives by, it ha there's some like, okay, so we have franchises. You could own a motorcycle under our umbrella company and you could drive around on the motorcycle and give the Botox tattoo like a mobile shop. That'd be cool. Yeah, that goes well. I and think. all like the equipment is like you lift up the back, like the motorcycle morphs into like the station. It like, yep, flip it over. And you know, you can buy into one of these franchises for $28,000 and we'll yes. give you the motorcycle and we'll give you the, you know, the Botox and we'll give you one of these perfectly accomplished tattoo artists that we've trained from the, who used to be janitors and you got yourself a franchise. He Mark lives Mark in Sanchez. the back of this motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's really territorial about his space. So you got to <laughs> keep it perfectly. It will all fit with him in there, but you got to make sure not a thing's out of place. No, uh, yeah. No hair unturned. No, no <laughs> hair left unturned. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. That's a good business. Well, yeah, I think, uh, you know, again, no, without setting out to, we've completely changed the game here. Yeah. I think it's two business meetings away from a Shark Tank appearance. Um, mm -hmm. And I think, well... Yeah, I don't. Th I was. Just, I was only going to say, what is the third obvious thing? Because we're a big mashup, um, smash two things together, heavy podcast. So, is there yeah. one other thing that should be smashed into the tattoos and Botox? Like, are we maybe medicine doctors? Do they give shots? So you do the flu shots with it too, or okay. something? Okay, bo uh, bo tat flu tox. <laughs> yeah. And just doctors, tattoo artists, and um, the Botox. But does that kill business when you smash more things into one? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I didn't think so. All right. <laughs> it's what we're famous for. Okay. All right. We're back. And I am, uh, I am the, I'm one of Leonardo da Vinci's like good buddies. Uh, just the guy who chopped to... off his ear. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he probably he, he 
he might have lost an ear in there somewhere too. Yeah, he could. Oh, that wasn't him. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Vincent Van Gogh, I think, is who you're thinking. Oh, of. Da Vinci, uh, Da Vincent. Okay, there we go. The Da Vinci Code. Da Vincent. The, <laughs> yes, the Da Vinci Code. That is the. Uh, he's the very same man as the Code. Uh, the Vincent de Paul Society. I was going to say, which I have no idea. What that is. Saint Vincent de Paul. Yeah. Okay. Pray yeah. for us. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just one of his buddies who just wants him to relax, I guess, and stop doing all that stuff, just hang out, sit on the couch, and just... Quit doing so many paintings? Yeah, paintings, inventions. You know, Da Vinci was like... I don't know anything about him, but he he was uh, from a while ago, I think. <laughs> he was like inventing all sorts of wacky things, like he used to invent like war machines, and it was it had the first design for a helicopter, I think, which was just like a spiral thing that you would like crank like a bicycle imagine a bicycle but like and then a spiral thing above his head so you're like with your pedaling oh yeah turning like a spiral thing i could see that working yeah i like that idea corkscrew is a better maybe description than a i don't know either way something you pedal and take flight with a thing above your head like it's a tricycle you're laying down and comfortable but you start cranking a machine and it doesn't have to start right away maybe you got to pedal for 10 minutes and then yeah you take flight over over your neighborhood for a few hours not a few hours 10 minutes yeah i I, they might have that i don't know that's a great idea and like i feel like foot powered flight uh, once they make i don't know how they'd have to adjust electricity or what would this take i'm I'm out of out of my league here yeah no please go on (laughs) (laughs) well all i was thinking was okay so they alternate forms of energy you stick a few solar panels on there. The solar panels uh-huh. are kicked off by the pedaling. But so I'm not okay. I'm not saying that yes, my pedaling would be strong enough to get a helicopter going. I'm just saying that my But if your pedaling pe- could somehow be helped by the solar panels. Right. I could kick off the solar panels. I could exp- exponentially okay. increase their effectiveness by 0.8%. Okay. And then that could start oh, yeah. the chain reaction. Now the solar panels doing the heavy lifting, but we're also still able to take a nice little trip over top of the neighborhood. That sounds great. Yeah, you could use one of those recumbent bikes. Yeah, right? that would You're be a good prototype like starter. A, yeah. Yeah, like picture like the lightest, I, I don't know, most bikes, they try to make them really light eventually, right? And then yeah. once you get up up to the more and more expensive, it, uh, it starts to get heavier. really heavy again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Start uh, making them out of... Uh, Old church organs. <laughs> I don't know. Something that's heavy. <laughs> that's not really that heavy. Church, though. Yeah, there you go. The the, uh, the first religious... Actually, we've probably re- mentioned religion five times already. But Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. I th- take, a, take a recumbent bike and uh, attach a... What would you attach to it? Um, An umbrella from the beach, I think, would be your pole up the middle um okay and then it already kind of is a helicopter up there if you strip out the hel- the uh umbrella part and you use those spokes you gotta you gotta beef up the spokes but i think you get some pallet wood duct tape those around each spoke and then you got like a chain that lowers uh screens that's gonna have to be like a pulley up through there to get the thing cooking i guess um mm, okay and then you could make the yeah. uh the panels out of the solar panels in the first place. oh there we go yes yeah 
Yes. Yeah, so the the light pedaling. Okay, we got a little light pedaling. We're not saying this is strong enough to get a helicopter going. We're not crazy. All right, keep it going though. Nice, easy, steady pedaling. Good job. Good job. Solar panels are heating up. Good. 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 And then over the course of a half an hour, you know, you're taking that nice little, and you're waving down to your neighbors. You know, hey, yes, we isn't this crazy? We're up here in this recumbent bike. What a beautiful view of the neighborhood. I'd love to take you up here sometime. They shoot you down. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're thinking that somehow your pedaling is is heating up the solar panels and that the heat... <laughs> and, and <laughs> no, it's just helping. Like, it just increases the effectiveness by 0.6%. Point, 0.8%. Right, right, yeah. Before, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I got it. So it's yeah. helping. It's not... I Because I, I... Look, I don't want to sit here and pretend like I think pedaling is going to be enough for a helicopter. I'm not... You know, right. I'm not an idiot. You've made that clear, I think. I, there's, you, you're, the word on that is clear. You do not think that. No. And I think we could we could make that a reality because that is the problem with bikes in general. Like, okay, <laughs> yes, pedaling, nice, fine, but why don't we make pedaling just what helps a little bit and then have somebody else in there running the solar aspect or, or whatever other type of energy. Get waterfall energy. You know, they Niagara Falls gives 30 million bolts of energy every two seconds or whatever P- dump a big waterfall on a bike <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea yeah uh as far as the recumbent bike though i think what my the farthest i could take it furthest maybe in this case would be the recumbent bike stick the umbrella on top of it get a few chains with a few arrows like here's what would and then you drop it off to the local inventor and then you say any do i have anything here Yes. Not enough of those guys that like hanging around, just like right. a guy you know up the street that's just sitting there uh, inventing stuff. It seemed like that one guy who lived that street behind me growing up, what was his name again? Mr. Something. It was definitely Mr. Something. <laughs> I mean, like we called him Mr. Something, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm not pulling who this would be. Some guy with like machines and like a technical tech guy. Yes. That- he had all that junk in his yard. And we used to go mm. there and steal junk. And then one time he caught us stealing junk. And it was one of those situations from like a movie where it was like, uh, you thought he was going to kill you because it was like old man, whatever. It was right. Mr. But it wasn't old man. It was Mr. Something, not old man something. Uh, but anyway, we we're like, yeah, Mr. What the hell was it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, anyway. This guy was not a part us, of my life but... to my knowledge. So sorry for the <laughs> no, lack of help. No, I don't think it was you. I think it was like a uh, Nick Harai, maybe uh, other. Okay. Not sure who else was involved. But we were trying to make a, uh, like a go-kart situation. Okay. And so we went back to, what's this guy's name? Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Johnson. I was going to say Mr. Johnson, but it's, I think it was Mr. It begins with a D. Mr. Dooley. Mr. Johnson. Mr. anyway we go back there and then he's like bursts out of his side door and he's like hey what are you kids doing kind of a thing it's like oh shit this is like something from a movie yeah uh, where this guy kills us and then instead he was like we were like sorry we're sorry we were trying to uh take some of your junk and make a uh uh what are they Go-kart. Mr. Uh, uh, <laughs> trying to make a go-kart. And then uh, 
And he was like, oh, okay. And then he showed us how to make a go-kart and let us use his junk to make a go-kart. Oh, look at that. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's the guy in Sandlot. You know, you're, you're, why don't you just knock on the door? Right. What was that guy's name? James Earl Jones. That's who it was. Yeah. Mr. James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> you said your finger was a gun. Terrible James Earl Jones impression. Who <laughs> uh, <laughs> said your finger was a gun? Yeah, no, I can't do it. What a fine actor of our time he was. Is that right? I, I mean, or maybe not. Good, Sandlot, good voice. Field of Dreams. I like that he was involved in two two of the biggest baseball movies, um, and Bell Atlantic commercials. Beyond that, you, my mama told me you better shop around. Yeah, remember those? Yes, of course. You said your finger was a gun. Terrible. Wow, not even close. <laughs> you said your finger was a gun. Don't have it. Don't have it today, folks. Brad Favre. You're really hammering the gun. Like he's he does say gone. the gun. I think I'm actually doing correctly. He does say gun. You said your gone. finger was a gun. It's a gun. Yeah, a gun. Yeah, okay, that ganja does sound kind of right. <laughs> I think being really upset about that aspect to it is pretty funny. Just being really focused on that it was a finger. Right, right. Like, Not that you fake held me up in my home. You said right. your finger was a gun. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's a, I, I can't believe I forgive everything in that movie and still I'm able to love it. Because that, that's a classic example of saw it when I was young enough and hadn't formed uh, the personality where I can't stand anything that isn't completely true to life. But yes. that movie is not true to life, and it's awesome. I could see getting upset about the finger gun thing, though, too. There's something <laughs> about that. There is something about being like held up with a toy gun that is way more embarrassing. Right. You should, yeah, if, you're, yeah. if you have the nerve to do that, you should have a spare gun, like that ankle-style gun. Because they'd be like, That's no, but idea. look, just to make you feel better, I know I said my finger. If it doesn't come up, leave it go. But I'm saying, if if he's like, right. you said Somebody your finger upset. was a gun. Oh, it's getting better. It's a gun. <laughs> it's getting better. Um, if somebody says that, you should have that backup one. Yes, but to, to my in my defense, I did have this one too, so you still were correct to be scared if you're feeling foolish for having been scared. Right, I had. Well, I was carrying this knife, and I was prepared to stab you. To death, so. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I'm not okay, as focused okay. on the gun thing anymore. God, that's bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what we're famous for. The uh, idea of a expression getting stuck on your face. Don't don't uh, don't make that face. Your your face will get stuck like that. There's nothing to that, right? Oh, except Bell's palsy would be the closest thing real life to that Ooh, but unrelated okay. but bell's Did palsy because you, you yeah do you were making that face uh, maybe like maybe i was talking out of the side of my mouth to be cool which is what i was later accused of by my mother um yes. oh that's so unattractive stop talking out of the side of your mouth oh god it's like oh jesus mary and joseph okay let's let's take a look at this one that was quite a response <laughs> so then and then you went and took a look in the mirror is that I think so. You figured it out? I think I just got really sad after that part. I was like, oh, God, do I like talk weirdly? Jeez, that's, I don't need oh. that. <laughs> so then I tried to just straighten up and not talk out of the side of my mouth. And then she finally started feeling bad for me when we went on some tubing trip with like one of the groups, maybe it was like a youth group or something, uh, hop in a tube and stroll down the gunpowder in a tube. I guess not a stroll, but, and, you know, we were like underwater and getting wet and stuff. And like, I couldn't close the eye on that side of my face that 
stiffened up. So then she was like, oh, something's up. Okay. Yeah, something's up, bub. We'll get you checked out. And then she went back. But the the few hours of of ridicule for, um, oh, looks so unattractive talking out of the side of your mouth like that. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever give her any shit for that? Were you ever like, yeah, I had a a medical Um, condition. You were making fun of me. I know. I never drove it home. I, I've the revenge on that one. I didn't, I think, yeah, if she were, she was messing up left and right, maybe I would have latched onto that one, but I was like, ah, crushing it. Most of the time I kind of like her, uh, brutal honesty at times. It's kind of the equivalent of when I showed up with a buzz cut in the last year. Oh, that's the least bit attractive on him. Nope. Oh no, not my Peter Muth. Nope. Nope. Not, not him. Nope. He's got a nice head of hair. Nope. Okay. Jesus. (laughs) He's got a nice head of hair. Nope, nope. Saying that so uh, I can hear it, but to somebody else. Uh, that's great. <laughs> and then what? They gave you some medicine for that? Yeah, I, we I had to go to... you came over, and then you had you had Bell's palsy. And I remember, I remember, like, being outside, and we were, like, we were, like, shooting hoops on, on that basketball hoop up in the, up the street. Did you have Bell's palsy at that point? Or am I um, mixing? I might have. Uh, yeah, like, maybe. I'm not actually sure about that. But, yeah, I did... I was able to come hang out with uh, the old Bell Squad on in tow, um, but I think it got it hit its peak like the day after that uh, tubing trip. We were in one of the Jersey beaches, wherever we we're going, Stone Harbor, and we had to go to Bernadette or Burdette Tomlin is the name of the hospital. But uh, my grandmother, you know, famously years earlier, Bernadette Tomlinson, just a perfectly old, cute thing to do is just add a syllable to each. Um, Burdette Tomlin to Bernadette Tomlinson side oh, sidebar. That's nice, yeah. But I went there after we'd been joking about that title for years. Oh yeah, Grand called that Bernadette Tomlinson. Ha So there we were there. So that was a nice little uh oh yeah. Visit visit our grandmother's incorrect way of saying this hospital. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> In whatever way that's nice it was. Um and but yeah, that's what the slice open your face or no nothing botox or what no i yeah it just gave me a botox tattoo um they just botox the other side of your face so it's also at least equally (laughs) frozen right and then i just was talking with a stiff face and slowly they both worked out i guess no i forget what it was like maybe some oral medication and uh maybe muscle relaxers or something i don't know i remember you saying on the day that i'm picturing that it might not go back right it was like oh shit because uh, it was viral bell's palsy i guess or whatever so like thank goodness yeah. i mean a crooked mouth you can still have a fine damn fine life i'd say but oh yeah um but if you had a regular mouth before you're you're entitled to feel a little disappointed yeah there I, we go yep i think but, so yeah but there's nothing you'll find the uh you'll find the joy in, in life absolutely and there's yeah. nothing to be uh ashamed of there but, imagine yeah. my mom's Shame if it were stuck. Like, oh, it's not the least bit of trap. Oh, stop talking outside your mouth. Oh, it's terrible looking. Like, (laughs) mom, I have a disease where this is the way I talk now. It looks good. It looks good, honey. (laughs) It looks good. Oh, my Peter Muth's handsome no matter what. Uh, (laughs) Whatever. Oh, yeah. What were you saying? uh... (laughs) Yeah, what about when you said, (laughs) catch that on tape, rewatch it every morning when I wake up? Oh, God. That's a weird one feels like you could have gotten some bits out of it but uh but yeah probably not burdette tomlin is a nice it was a nice callback life bit you know haha we've been laughing about bernadette tomlinson all these years here we are with our son with a medical problem that's not bad 
<laughs> no, it's, that is good. The medical problem part is funny anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a really good bit. What about the thing where... <laughs> What about the thing where you said your mouth was crooked? That's not bad. Oh, yeah, there's another. That, that is funny, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you made, like, a really crazy face on the other side of your face, did it, I, I guess I'm just picturing, you probably tried to minimize that as much as possible, but if you made a really, did you, like, mess around in the mirror, like, making weird faces and seeing how that looked? Um, No, I think the most I did with regard to face investigation was just, like, pulling it to try and be, like, yeah, what if I just manipulate it with my hand? Um, okay, yeah. And then, so I was doing that for a few days before they took me to the hospital because they were like, oh, it looks fine now. My finger was in my... <laughs> <laughs> so you're just operating your right side of your face <laughs> with your hand? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it cleared right up, Doc. <laughs> I'm doing the Mr. Ed thing where he very... That is funny looking and does really kind of make you look like a horse when you hold your mouth open and do the Mr. Ed song. Yes. I was doing that on one side of my mouth, yeah. Man. A horse is a horse, of, ho of course, of course. And it did really fall, it make it made the sound of that voice. It almost did the impression for you. Once you held your mouth open that way, you're like, okay, now okay. just sing it as though you're uh, one of the three Irish tenors. <laughs> and it'll just turn Let's into see. a bunch of gravelly bullshit. Yes. That is nice. That's one of the uh, upshots they don't mention about... Yeah. <laughs> Bell's palsy, viral bell's palsy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a horse is a horse, of course, of course. <laughs> However, the Irish tenor sing turns it into a horse. Yep. <laughs> bell's palsy. Yeah, nice, nice little chapter. Uh, crooked mouth, mother demeaning me to the point of uh, it'd be a whole complex now had I never. Return to straight mouthitude. Oh, yeah, that would be rough. Yeah, that'd be quite a cross to bear, but I'd still probably be what? Top only 3% luckiest people in the world after that? Fall two percentage yeah, points? I, after a year or two, you'd be back right up in the in the upper echelon. Of, Once I got really good at holding my mouth open. <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah rig up a string to that side of your mouth and have it come <laughs> over top of your head, your head and then wear a wear a hat over top and then like you pull the string with your hand oh in your pocket, yeah and it and you just time get really good at timing it out so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. perfect or get maybe you know what you do you team up with uh the headgear folks of dentistry okay and you get them to like okay so you know how those things that come around from my ears to like the center so if you could attach a little like hook that would hold that side of my mouth open and we could just pretend like I'm getting dental work for a while or for the rest of my life. That's not that bad. I'll just have yeah, headgear. There you go. And my mouth's being held open nicely. And I'm a model. I'm a model because I'm an ableist model. I'm representing that group. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. It's what we're famous for. Okay. All right. I am a... Uh... One of these guys over here that, um, have you ever seen these, one of those like weird sports shows where they talk about all these like really strange sports that exist no, out like in the world? Stuff that would appear on like people are awesome style YouTube videos where like people are flipping yes. around bikes and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Just a weird, here's a weird country or not a weird, the country's not weird, but sure. here is something that's very different from, uh, how we do things here in the, 
good old U.S. of A. Right. Uh, Sport-wise. And there's this one in Kyrgyzstan. Uh, Kyrgyzstan, big friend of the podcast, yes. country-wise. Uh, Alt and I are uh, a, a an exchange student who live with my cousin is Kyrgyzstani, and she is oh. a heck of a heck of a great gal. Um, nice. And uh, so, yeah, big big friend of the podcast <laughs> is Kyrgyzstan. I'm sure I'm saying it completely wrong, but they have a sport there where uh, you you're on horses. Okay. And you have a dead a dead goat, and uh, you're like both trying to get the dead goat into like this big uh, bucket on either side of <laughs> of the thing. And there's like a t- there's you know teams, and you can just like smash each other off the horses and uh, bring your and own you goat. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you have to, it's a special goat. I don't know what the deal is with the goat, but um, yeah, the goat like one time got when I was watching the sport got kind of like ripped in half they had to get a new goat but then like <laughs> killed a fresh goat <laughs> <laughs> just wind up using one of the horses and it's a totally different <laughs> ball game. right uh, they bring in a whole new sport naming committee to <laughs> <laughs> but like it was very much they're like these are the celebrities in Kyrgyzstan. like this this guy is so good and he's going against these other guys they got in the in the match that is on this documentary they got like uh off to a bad start and the guy kind of got like hurt he got like badly hurt like three or four times the goat wasn't dead and then bit him (laughs) (laughs) in dramatic fashion he like rides back out hurt but the crazy thing is they like lean all the way down on the horse to pick up the goat they like just pick up the goat and like they're just holding it they have some kind of like golf club or something in their hands like a polo mallet like a scoop to get it or what it's not very much of a scoop like you pretty much bend down like somehow stay on the horse but bend all the way down and grab it with your arms essentially and then yeah they're everybody's like attacking you hitting you with these sticks kind of like a lacrosse stick maybe okay polo mallet yeah something like (laughs) for (laughs) scooping it up Uh, and then (laughs) And then yeah, you everybody's like attacking you violently and you're just trying to ride to to the other side to throw the goat in there. Wow. That is something. That was one of them. Yeah, I don't I don't have I'm one of those guys, I guess was my Yeah. That was my thing. Wow, that is a heck I'm of a guy goat. to be. I'm I'm trying to think of what I'm the goat. I'm trying to think of what would make those guys the best. Like I guess they're really good. They're probably money at the move. Their entire like combine or training camp or whatever. Is them practicing swooping down at high speed on the horse? That sounds like the yeah, skill it's to the master. Yeah, swoop down. Yeah, yeah. you got to swoop down there. And there's like a coach and who specializes in a technique in in that country, who like you know the swoop down method is the equivalent of the Meisner acting technique or whatever. Yes, it's the Fosbury flop. <laughs> yeah, I, please tell me. Oh no, the Fosbury flop just that thing that how you go how you do a high jump. Oh, going okay. Backwards. Gotcha. That is a fun looking the, flop. Yeah, that is that does look fun. Yeah, take the bar I away, and it's just were, a fun like fun activity. They should just open that up to the public. They should, yeah. Keep the bar there too. You, <laughs> give it a give it a shot. Right, um, right. That's your payment to get in. Give us one good laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but before that, everybody was just jumping over, uh, you know, feet first, and then oh. he was like, "Oh, why don't I try it this way?" And gotcha. uh, I think his name was. Uh, uh, Stasberry Fosbury Meisner. No, I think like <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Mike Meisner. 
<laughs> but yeah, I, it's like that. I mean, I, I can, I'm picturing the coach too. Like he's sitting on the ground as you're like approaching on the horse, and he's telling you what to do. You have to scoop him up, you know. Training. <laughs> you have to scoop the coach up too. <laughs> he's he's like such a, a a purist, and like a his methods are so he just whittles his body down to be about the same size as a dead goat <laughs> stop, stop eating he just wants to be the best coach he can be so has a dead goat costume on <laughs> <laughs> yeah kills himself and... so he's authentically dead for the yeah scoop believability of the scoop <laughs> right exactly it's a method yeah. coach yeah there was that one I I don't remember all the other weird sports, but uh, that's worth a watch. There's like an Italian one where you just fight. Like it's a, uh, there's like 30 people on each side and it's basically like football, uh, except it's just a fist fight. And so. Oh yeah. Are there just yeah. group fighting with like different teams and uniforms? That That is what this is pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. You don't get that's a great idea. Knocking people out or anything. You You do like score goals on each other and the scores are oh. low the, it's like you have to throw the guy you beat up in the goal <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i mean you definitely like knock people out and they get like dragged off by you know the like the equivalent of rodeo the clowns. goalies <laughs> uh, get out there <laughs> The clown is really an amazing touch, if that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, that kind of yeah. guy. Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, you just fight, and then I guess you're like slowly. What was weird is it seemed like they had there were a lot of opportunities where they could have just like run down the field with the with the ball, uh, and they didn't. They just kind of like waited and fought. And there was a lot of kept giving CPR on. to the goat. <laughs> <laughs> Just kept faking it to have the clowns come in. You know? <laughs> the clown is completely unseen until that moment, and nobody really explains why is that. Why, what does it have to do with that guy being a clown? <laughs> <laughs> it's what we're famous.